0: hello there so i'm back with the next part of the james bond review series and now we come to 1977's the spy who loved me which is generally to to be the best of the roger moore era and i would have to definitely agree with it this was really what i would call the first great bond film since goldfinger and it's really brought a bit of more reinvigorated the franchise in many ways reviewed The Man with the Golden Gun yesterday, uh, came out in 1974 and I liked that film I actually liked that film more than other people but it had its flaws, it wasn't great it was fun, I enjoyed it I like it more than other people do but however it was badly reviewed and more importantly really didn't do anywhere near as as well at the box office as live and let die did however this film then came back and became massively successful they took a little bit of time off in between it because quite often they would bring out a james bond film every year quite often Uh, but they took about three years off from that to to re-establish things and to be honest it worked and this really was the time when roger moore really came into his own as Bond, he was very good in the first two films that he did, but this is the one where he really came into his own doing it. Uh, so, th- this actually worked very well. Um, uh, and of course, w- one of the things that's said is that by the time your third one, you get to your third films, that's when the actors hit their stride, and it's ha- off. Oh, it's happened here. Happy with Sean Connery with Goldfinger. I think Pierce Brosnan as well. I really did that as well. And same with Daniel Craig. Once you get to the third one, you sort of you really know what you're doing. And it really came across here. and it, what I've got here is one of the best opening sequences of all time in any of the Bond films. Of course, that classic moment when he's jumping off the 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 cliff, and then the Union Jack parachute opens and the theme just blares. Fantastic. Speaking of themes, the song as well, Carly Simon. Nobody does it better. For me, that's probably my favourite Bond film, Bond theme song ever, absolute classic. The, the, you could argue that the plot's a little bit back to basics as well. You've got a whole thing about, you know, Russian and uh, British uh, nuclear missiles have gone missing and it's all about preventing an all-out war and the villain it is good, but you can kind of tell he's been moulded on Blofeld a bit. Which is fine, but all that doesn't really matter because there's so much stuff to enjoy in this film. It zips along at a cracking pace. There are some great stunt work, not just the opening scene. Some great action scenes as well. Another fantastic train fight, which is a staple quite often of James Bond, if you look at From Usher With Love as well. Of course, you bring in that henchman, Jaws, who's just iconic as well. Absolutely brilliant. Even though you get more with Jaws with sharks, nice little nod there because Jaws came out in 1975, the Bond films do, do, do tend to yeah, sort of uh, get inspired by other things that are around about, but that's been happening for years, because and then of course after this year Moonraker which uh, was taken off from Star Wars, even in the modern day the Daniel Craig films often are inspired by the Jason Bond series, we can see that clear as day, so there is that, uh, but what this film is, it's fun. It's entertaining. It's just an absolute joy. One of the best Bond films. I think this was Roger Moore's best film as Bond. Well, got as well. you've got a great female lead as well in here. Barbara Back as Agent Triple X. Now, no, she's not like the, the lame Vin Diesel Triple X that came out in, what, like 2002 or something like <laughs> that. Definitely much more entertaining. Much more interesting character. And, of course, much better looking. But, no, she was definitely sort of presented as Bond equal. Which was great here, and it wasn't done in a sort of let's shove it in your face, the way they kind of do nowadays with agendas, they actually did it in a way that was natural to the script, and she was a great character definitely, absolutely one of the best Bond girls, as you like to call them uh, uh, this absolutely one of the all-time greats, and she, she was fantastic, really had a good sparring with with Bond as well they had a good sort of relationship with that, and the other thing I would say is, doesn't cuck Bond out which is a bit, which hopefully they don't do that for for coming up with no time to die because that does seem to be what a lot of people are worried about but hopefully that doesn't happen with that but we'll see although they did bring in a feminist writer so apparently to do a to do a, a draft on it so uh we'll see anyway we'll see but uh, 2021, or 2020, as it would have been when this was meant to come out, it can't really help itself, the modern Hollywood agendas, but hopefully that doesn't ruin that film or seep into that. But certainly, well, it has to be said, this is an absolute cracking film. It's timeless. It's really definitely best. This was easily the best since Goldfinger. One of the best Bond films ever. This was where Roger Moore really, really came into his own The quintessential Roger Moore film as well. It was tremendous. And he does deserve a lot of credit some people look down on it because of the, they don't like the cheesy one-liners or whatever there's a lot of cinema snobs out there and that's fine that's okay if, they, if that's what they want and that's what they want however roger moore definitely had, was a wonderful james bond and anyway he made sure that the, the series could continue because the first time they tried to recast him with Lazenby, it didn't really work out however roger moore it was a big gamble to try and keep this going without connery but he made it, he showed that it was possible. It showed that it was possible not only to do that, but to also succeed. Make a lot of money, make f- films that the audiences want to see. And he went on to be the Bond who did, the actor who's done the most Bond films. He's done seven, I believe. So, much respect. Absolute legend. One, the wonderful late great Roger Moore. Absolutely Brilliant. And I love this film, definitely one of those films. You have to see it if you've never seen it. If if you've got any sort of interest in Bond, this is definitely a must-see. Also as well, the title, it it inspired one of the best parody titles of all time, of course, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Absolute classic, so got to be loved for that as well. So, there you go. The Spy Who Loved Me, one of the all-time best James Bond films, Roger Moore's best opening, best outing, outing, sorry, as Bond. And for me, Pop, quite pop, Probably my favourite Bond song ever. Great combination. Definitely worth watching. It's always nice to actually have a film more babe about because some of the ones I've been talking about the flaws recently in this series. But there you have it. So that's me. That's me kind of wrapping up my Roger Moore portion of this review series. I'll be moving on next to Timothy Dalton. So I'll be starting that tomorrow, looking back on his tenure. So I look forward to that. Uh, thank you ever so much for taking the time to listen. And goodbye.